This podcast is brought to you by My Wedding Professionals. A group of award-winning suppliers and experts for your wedding day. Hello and welcome to this podcast for My Wedding Professionals. We are a group of multi-award-winning wedding suppliers based in Kent from whom you can find all your wedding essentials from cakes to carnations, from music to makeup, and basically anything you need for a great wedding. I am Peter Thompson, a professional Toastmaster, and our great DJ Tim Cullen is recording and producing this podcast. In these podcasts, we'll be chatting to one of our own experts to give you some ideas and options for your very special wedding day. And as always, we hope you will find them informative, interesting, and amusing. Uniquely today, as well as recording the podcast, Tim is going to be speaking about what he does. So, Tim, welcome to this side of the microphone. Please tell us about what you do. Hi, Peter. Yes, uh, this week I'm attempting to do some multitasking and recording and speaking at the same time. Um, Yes, uh, thanks very much for having me along. Uh, Yeah, basically I run a DJ company called Mint DJ Services and we look after brides for their big days. We also do birthdays and uh, and parties, but weddings is the the most of what we do. Um, So I look after a team of 15 DJs and we uh, we do um, many uh, weddings throughout the year. And the main thing is to make sure that brides get exactly what they want musically to help them have the most amazing night possible. How long have you been doing this, Tim? So I've been a DJ now since I was 14 years old. Um, I had a go on on my friend's brother's decks um, around his house and was instantly hooked. Um, And I've been obsessed ever since. Um, So yes, I started out doing uh, friends' birthdays, then on to doing some weddings and club nights. And uh, then I got involved with uh, a lot more club stuff in London. Um, And as well as running Mint, I also did a lot of club bookings and still am a resident DJ for Ministry of Sound and get to tour uh, with them. So that's a lot of fun. So you've been doing this for some time. What changes have you seen in the time that you've been DJing? Um, That's a good question. Um, There's a lot of things that have changed. Uh, Mainly, really, the equipment has got uh, a lot better, and which means that back in the day when DJs used to have a massive van load of equipment with lights and big speakers, now really good speakers can come in much smaller packages, and the same with lighting. So as a lighting show, it still looks equally as good, but there's less things to carry around, so that's much better on our backs. Um, Also, a big thing that's changed recently is uh, musically, obviously nowadays, um, people can access any music they like on their phones at any given time. Whereas uh, back in the day, maybe about, about, even about eight, nine years ago, DJs were the go-to guys to listen to music that people didn't have. So things have changed drastically um, in the last 10 years, for sure. So you say that equipment has got better and probably smaller. Is there a standard setup for kit for a wedding? So um, as Mint DJs, my company, we have uh, basically a, uh, a standard setup. Um, fee um, which basically entails the DJ to come along and use uh, a DJ booth which is starlit which will be either in black or white 
Um, we have obviously a set of really nice quality speakers, then dance floor lighting, which will cover the dance floor nicely um, without being over too too overwhelming. Because I think nowadays some people find too much lighting a little bit overwhelming and maybe a little bit tacky. So we choose really nice quality lights that move in time with the music. And also move, in, it move um, together in terms of colour, uh, which makes it look nice and clean and simple. So yeah, lighting, DJ booth, sound and uh, DJ is basically the, the standard package. We then do um, a club lighting package if people want to go a little bit a bit, a bit further afield, which includes a, a big goalpost truss, which goes over the DJ booth. Uh, and also we can include things like lasers and strobes, um, you know, make it feel like a proper club environment. But to do that, we really need to work with venues where we can use smoke and haze, because without that, you can't get the full, you know, obviously a laser, you just see a dot on the wall. With smoke, you see the beam. So if you can use haze in a venue, then it's, uh, it's definitely worthwhile to go upgrade it with a lighting package and get the proper wow factor. How much time does it take to set up? And that question is obviously particularly relevant if we have to change a room round after a meal is finished before we can get on with the evening entertainment. So yeah, it takes us around 45 minutes to an hour to set up our equipment in any given environment. Um, obviously, if there's really tricky access venue when there's like, you know, two staircases to get through, even central London locations when you've got to get through access lists, it might take a little bit longer. But if we can get the, the, the equipment just outside the room for when we need to bring the equipment in, about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, but obviously, every venue has got a different layout, a different way of doing things. So... Sometimes we need to set up the equipment before the meal, which is totally fine. If we do that, we can also supply um, background music for during the meal and also wireless microphones for the speeches. So that means that we're there for the full day to make sure that the sound is really nice and the background music is, is of a good level uh, throughout the day. We can also even set up before the ceremony and supply the music for the ceremony. So we can do, you know, completely from beginning to end or set up after the meal, whatever the venue entails. Okay. What I'd like to just chat about now, if we may, is the subject of requests. Do you take requests? Yes, of course. Yeah, no problem. In that case, I'll have a large glass of Prosecco, please. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, we actually have a form for the bride and groom to, uh, to fill in. And on that form, they can put down as many song requests as they, they want to hear, but also um, tracks and artists that they don't want to hear, which is a, quite an important thing. There is uh, a section on there that asks whether we do want to, whether they do want us to take requests. Because this day and age, some brides and grooms are very particular about what the music they want, which is totally fine. And that actually gives us a good, um, a good guideline as to what to play. And if they are that particular, they sometimes put down on that form, they don't want us to take any requests at all from their guests. They want it exactly how they like it, and that's totally fine. Some other people might be a little bit um, more open to having their guests completely involved in the music so they can request as many tracks as they like. And obviously, we can download them on the spot, but we normally have most requests that anyone throws at us. Does a particular style of music or a musical list restrict your effectiveness in getting a party atmosphere going the the job in hand the main thing for us to do is to make people dance and have as great time as possible there are 
tricks and, and ways of doing that, um, which I'm sure we'll come on to, to later. Yeah, I mean, the main thing is the bride and groom get what they want. If they want to be a little bit selfish themselves and actually have only ask for music they really love, that is their choice. You know, they are the client and they are number one. Um, the best way, really, is if they give us a list of about 20 or 30 songs and give us a little bit of leeway so we can judge on the night what styles of music is going to really bring up the uh, the energy in the room. There might be a certain style that people are liking more than others, and if that's the case, then we can elaborate on that style a little bit before moving on to the next genre or style that's on the bride and groom's list. Yeah, I understand exactly what you mean by uh, that, Tim. And, of course, it must be very difficult when... At a wedding nowadays, you can have a range of people from different walks of life, from different age groups, from 14 to 80, and it's unlikely to be one style of music that appeals to all of them. Well, yes, this this is the biggest task as the DJ, um, to kind of gel everyone in the room together um, using different styles of music. And basically, the, the whole goal is to get the whole crowd of people on the same wavelength at the same time. So you have everyone dancing at the same time. So by the end of the night, everyone is jumping up and down with their arms in the air, whether they're young, old, you know, whatever. Um, and there's there's tricks and means of doing that. Um, the way that we normally work, obviously every wedding is totally different, but what normally works quite well is at the beginning of the night, we might play stuff that's quite fun, but stuff that everyone knows. So maybe some Motown, some funk, some soul, some disco. That normally ticks the boxes for a lot of people and it, it brings everyone together because everyone knows it. Then you can start being a little bit more, um, you know, maybe ageist, I suppose is the term. You might go play a little bit, play a bit of rock and roll for some older people. Um, and then you might go a little bit more modern to keep the modern people. But the whole thing is to keep everyone in the room and everyone interested. And it's playing not too much of one genre, before you go on to the next one and there's certain ways and means of linking those genres as well because there's certain tracks that kind of are fusions between those genres say for instance from motown into pop a good linking track might be something like uh, mark ronson's valerie because it's got a style of a motown but also it's a modern pop record so you kind of use that as a linking track to keep the old people on the dance floor plus bring new people onto the dance floor as well and by the end of the night hopefully you've got a big group um, that you've picked up along the way, like a big train. You, you use the expression modern music. If there is such a thing, how do you keep up to date personally? So throughout the years, we've been collecting all sorts of, of records. So we've got those kind of into, in the bag, so to speak, um, you know, thousands and thousands of tracks from all different eras. But to keep completely up to date with the modern stuff, luckily, the school prom season starts kind of at the beginning of the wedding season. And we do a good, you know, 15, 20 school proms. And so by the end of the school prom season, you've got a very good idea of the brand new upfront music that really works with the with the kids, so to speak. Um, and a lot of those, or some of those, will transcend into the wedding market as well. For instance, right now, um, not to put a, a date on the podcast, uh, things like Old Town Road, Little Nas X, which is a very popular track with the kids, but also very popular for weddings now. So you're talking about modern music and what will transcend into uh, wedding music. What music do you listen to yourself at home? Um, to be honest, um, I am so besotted with my job, and I have been for so many years. This might sound quite sad, but for a little while I didn't know what I liked because I literally played music for other people the entire time, and I get a buzz off their reaction because that's, that's, what, that's what our job is. So 
it's quite, I find it quite hard to say that, but when I'm away from work, I, I must say I listen to the radio because then it puts the, uh, the track selecting into someone else's hands, which is great. Um, or I listen to quite downbeat electronica. I'm a music producer as well. I, tr- I produce a lot of house music, so I, I love electronic music. So I'll, I'll listen to a lot of um, things like Yoris Vaughan um, and maybe quite, you know, like Zero Seven and acts that are quite downbeat but still very well produced. And that sort of gives me a nice sense of calm going back to people's weddings in particular if people book you will they get you on the night so mint djs um is actually a group of djs so we're, we're a team of 15 um all of all of my guys are absolutely fantastic um and i wouldn't have them anywhere near my company if they weren't um and hopefully the feedback online does uh, replicate um how good we are at what we do if people do want to book me personally um then that is possible but there is there is a slightly uh, there is a slightly higher rate um but there is definitely possible for for me to get tied to a booking but in general all of my team are absolutely fantastic um all of our guys mix blend um, and also they're all club DJs that also play for private events so they've gone through the meal of collecting mixing crowd watching uh, and making sure that they are very up on trend on things as well so that that tends to work in our favor quite often what interaction do you have with couples before the wedding day if they book you two years before their wedding what is your contact with them nearer to the wedding day so the way it works with us is um, upon booking, if they are, um, if they do want to meet up with us, that's no problem at all. We have offices in Tunbridge Wells in Kent, uh, and uh, we have a lot of couples coming down to us, and we go out for a coffee and we have a good chat and make sure we're on the same wavelength because it's it's very um, it's very important they get exactly you know the person they want. Um, you know they're not just booking the service, but the people behind the service as well. They you know they've got to be like like the people they're working with and making sure that they get what they they ask for. So, yeah, we can meet up with the couples beforehand. Nine times out of ten, actually, they're more than happy to go ahead with the booking, just discussing things on the phone or having a Skype meeting. Um, from then, we would send them one of our forms for them to fill in, like I said earlier. Uh, it's a big form where they can put down all the details from the event, the style of music they want to hear, the style of music they don't want to hear, their first dance, their last dance, also what they want the DJ to wear, just in case there's any colour schemes going on or anything like that. So this form is like the Bible for the, uh, for the, for the event. Uh, once we have that form back, which is normally about two weeks before the event, we give them a call or meet up with them and go over all the final details and make sure that we're all on the same page uh, um, and we can uh, make sure it's a night to remember. So double check everything and leave nothing to chance, basically, leading up to the wedding. Yes, uh, that last minute check-in is very important. By then, they should have a really good understanding of what they want. They, they might have been listening to the radio like a couple of weeks beforehand and they might have suddenly heard a couple of tracks they want to add to the list. We can add those together. They, sometimes they change their first dance last minute as well. Um, so, you know, we can just have a final check-in to make sure we're all on the same page. You've been a DJ for quite a while. What is the funniest DJ story you can tell us? Ideally, one that we can broadcast. Um, yeah, well, I've, I've definitely seen some seen some sights throughout the years um probably the weirdest wedding i've done um was i I cast my mind to one back in uh well it's probably about five years ago when 
I was supposed to be doing the music for the ceremony and the um, and the, the uh, during the day um, and all the way through into the evening, and the bride was 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 ill, um, I think, and so she didn't turn up to the wedding. But the groom turned up and just told everyone. He said, "Well, we've paid all for the for the wedding. Um, can everyone just enjoy themselves and have a good time?" So we then obviously didn't do the ceremony, but I played music for during the meal. Um, I think someone even made a speech. Then we had a party until one in the morning, and everyone was dancing around without the bride and groom there. So that was a one to, to that was a very strange evening, but fun nonetheless. <laughs> I think if we're talking about wedding music, I've got to ask the big question, should it be a DJ or should it be a band? Okay, obviously this is a, a, a big topic and a very important one for our brides listening. Um, the big difference, of course, is budget. Um, you know, a band will cost probably about three times, four times more than, than a DJ. Um, if if people want a band then obviously there's, there's there's so many things that a band brings to the table you know that live element and that that performance element as well um there are also drawbacks though things like the band might not be able to play exactly the music that people ask for because they've got um, a certain set list which might have been chosen um obviously the dj can play whatever music they're given so you know we, we can really be very specific as to what music they want with regards to um the difference in live performance there are there is a new extra that we're now offering which is uh saxophonist um so people get a slight live element as well as djing the saxophonist will play on and off throughout the night and improvise over the music and they can go they've got a radio mic as well so they can go into the crowd and g people up and you know they're kind of playing around people when they're dancing it's really really good vibe um we also do uh, percussionists as well which has a good live element as well obviously not as mobile in the crowd but still a nice live element so that's a good mixture between djing and um and band and also it's a good mixture in budget as well it kind of sits in the middle there um but for me the big thing is a band you see you see you, you can look down at their feet and you can tell exactly what they're going to play for yeah. the next 40 minutes yeah. and it's not reactive mm. what are the top tips that you can give couples listening who are planning their wedding what are your top tips for music for weddings um well a big tip that i would um i would give to brides um if they are thinking about um, giving RSVPs to their guests and then giving requests on that slip, which is quite a popular thing these days. It's a great idea in theory and it gets the crowd involved. Um, but one thing to be very careful of is that a lot of people who are guests to weddings don't quite un have the dance floor in mind when they're making that suggestion. So sometimes as a DJ, I'm given like 20 or 30 requests, which are from the guests. And a lot of them are first dances from their own weddings. So I, I get given like 15 slow dances basically, which is kind of strange. And also there's, there's a lot of songs that come back that no one's ever heard of. So if bride and grooms are gonna do that, it's a great idea, but maybe put in there, say at bride and groom's discretion and be very careful and have a listen to the tracks that they give because sometimes they're not quite right for the for the particular time so tim essentially you're a very experienced dj is there any other service any extras that mint dj can offer to couples so first and foremost obviously we're djs um, we don't want to take anything away from the company that's what we do we play music to people and make people dance um to go with that obviously we've got the sound system and the lighting rig and like i said earlier the club lighting that we do 
We have got a numerous other extras which add to the dance floor, things like the live musicians that I've already already discussed as well. And dance floors, we do. We can do uh, checkered dance floors, plain black, white, or even starlit dance floors, which are quite popular. Um, we obviously do up lighting, which uh, goes around the room. If you haven't seen it before, it goes around the room and it has a, adds a nice... Uh, well, how do you say this colors the room moods it up a little bit which uh, adds a nice dimension to the room um we also do photo booths and selfie mirrors as an extra as well um but other than that it's all about the music and making people dance everything else is secondary in our in our minds anyway as a toastmaster i have very little equipment but i'm very conscious that a number of venues are more particular about seeing pat testing certificates and third-party insurance is that something you're experiencing and is it any sort of problem so yes you're right there are quite a few venues especially the London venues that are asking about public liability and PAT certificates um, obviously all of our guys are fully covered up to 10 million pounds um, uh, public liability um, so we've got all that covered very boring but very essential well thank you very much for your time Tim it has been a pleasure chatting to you we work together regularly but it's been great learning just a little bit more about what goes on behind the scenes thank you thank you peter it's always a pleasure working with you and uh, if anyone uh, can give any mic mic etiquette of how to use a microphone you're you're the number one guy your, your mic technique is very good and i wish everyone else uses a mic like yourself i'll tell you that but i look forward to seeing you on the next event for the people out there listening to us if they want to hear more from you or about you how do they contact you uh thanks peter yes online if they go to www.mintdjs.co.uk uh there's uh, lots of information on there our facebook page is mint djs um, also um or you can find us on instagram and twitter and all the details will be there you have been listening to me peter thompson and my good friend tim cullen at mint djs we are from my wedding professionals and collectively we can be found at myweddingprofessionals.co.uk we hope you've enjoyed listening to us and we wish you every success and happiness planning your wedding Music